Welcome to Season 6 of the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have yet another calm conversation about the mundane. One thing we can promise is that our conversation will be hopefully less than fascinating. I know some of our listeners find our episodes fascinating, but we do everything that we can to make them less than fascinating so that you, our listeners, can feel free to drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will, as always, listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. Hi, I'm with him today and always. (laughs) And that's Amanda Parker, (laughs) in case you're wondering who that is. Uh, So this is the first episode of season six. Thank you all for staying with us during these six seasons. For those of you who were listeners from day one, thank you to anyone who's found us along the way. Thank you for all the messages that you send regarding how much this podcast has helped you not only find sleep, but also with anxiety. Of course, this podcast, we don't discuss or talk about things that are going on in the world that can be troublesome. We just have calm conversations as best we can, and we try not to make them too lively so that you can come here when you need to. And as an added bonus, people have been saying it's been helping them with their anxiety. So if you're listening for your anxiety, know that we also get anxious. I certainly do. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that this is an escape for you. Yeah, I think that's a big part of falling asleep, right? Sure. Just finding a home to sort of settle into. Right. And you and I do that as well in our own life. Most definitely. I also want to mention, as part of season six, I know a lot of listeners have been saying how the ads at the top of our show have been hard for them. So we're working with ACAST to provide a ad-free subscription that you can have for $3 a month. So less than a fancy coffee, less than a regular coffee, depending how big your coffee is, um, for you to have ad-free access. So that'll be coming up in the next few weeks. So look out for that. And of course, you don't have to have the subscription. You just have to fast forward the ads like I do if that's not for you. Great. Amanda. Before we start, one of we've been getting some really great reviews. We did get a two-star review from someone who doesn't like the ads. Hopefully, they'll come back and get the subscription. But we got That's a f- one out of so many. It's true. The the thing is, Marco, you remember the one bad one, even if you have a hundred good ones. So. I'm Amanda knows that about me. I I. I fixate on that. We no, it's not. It's not unique to you. Right. We all do it's that. It's true. And I think the thing is. That's great. It's mm-hmm. great news if there's somebody out there that doesn't like you because that means that you're there's that many more people listening. It's true. I it's... have on my website the worst review I've ever gotten because I just think it's it was so bad it made me laugh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did you want to mention what that was? Did you want me to? Uh, well, if you if you don't mind sharing it, sure. No, I don't care. I, right. I don't mind sharing it. It's it's a banner on my website right. and it says um uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, Chris something in Chicago. He wrote for either the Herald or the Tribune. I think right. the Chicago Tribune. Anyway, and he said, Amanda Barker is not nearly as funny as she thinks she is, which I thought was really funny. He saw me in a play, right. and I just thought it was really funny that he would decide from watching me on stage that I truly in my heart believe <laughs> that I'm God's gift to comedy or whatever. But, you know, that was... He was mostly mad that the bar wasn't open and a million other things. So, you know, he had his own journey that day. But sure. it always makes me laugh that 
my review. She's not as funny as she thinks she is. It's a great quote. Well, <laughs> speaking of funny, let me just read this um, review. We got a five-star review from Science Granny on Apple Podcasts. She says, where are you, Marco? I need my sleep. Well, we're back. <laughs> I love I, it. I do miss the podcast with Nitty. I spoke with Nitty. She's going to be doing some podcasts with and, us. And please know, I know I am no Nitty. I love Nitty. Uh, she, she, for the record, she was my friend first. It's true. Before she ever created this wonderful uh, podcast with you initially. So um, we we welcome her back with open arms oh, any and all the time. Nitty's been on awesome journey, and we'll have her speak of it when she comes it's a on. Great the, idea, I, and yeah. I'd love for you to do a podcast episode with Nitty. Oh, I, we would love that. Yeah, we'll do five. Well, the the review continues to say, "I enjoy Amanda as well." This is Science Granny, but there are times she has woken me up with her laughter. Yeah. Well. Those those holiday episodes got pretty lively. Yes. So, so I'm hoping it's a holiday episode. You do sometimes laugh, so we're going to keep that to a minimum. So Science Granny, you've made Marco very happy I, because yes. he, he loves to tell me that he hates my laugh. No, it's just a loud... Or my cackle, as it, he calls it. You do have a bit of a cackle. No, I don't want to. I'm self-conscious. My laugh is not nearly as laughy as I thought it was. Well, it's Said enough. Chris Smith of the Chicago <laughs> Tribune. It was enough to wake up Science Granny. I don't want to wake up anybody. No. So. so, and she said, please bring back more boring yet comforting topics. She especially likes knitting topics, mm -hmm. even though we don't knit. Anything about food, drink, uh, she, and she enjoys hearing about pets and whatnot. So we'll talk more well, about food, that. So food is always an interesting one, right? Because mm -hmm. some people do want to hear about food, others don't. Yeah. So it's... it's a fine balance. Some things that cause some people to stay awake will actually cause some of our listeners to fall asleep. So mm -hmm. it's a fine balance. I'm just going to open my water so you might hear a little thump of my, of my container. So Amanda never really knows what the topic is we're no, going to be talking about. No, I have about. no idea. I come in, as we say in the business, cold. It's, it's all cold. I just I get pulled out of the kitchen or whatever room I'm in. And uh, What room were you in before you came down here? Uh, the kitchen. I was setting up uh, a salad for us to eat after. Wonderful. I thought we would do this. So you know sometimes when you purchase alcohol, wine, there's a little gift that comes with it. Yeah, what do you call that? A oh, bonus gift? No, Dale calls it something like it's a... swag. No, it's called a... It has a name like when somebody latches on to something. A carrier? Uh, oh. A, a, a snatcher? Uh, oh, I like snatcher. No, I don't think it's a snatcher. Well, it is now. Okay, well, it's it's something that... Snatcher? It, it hangs <laughs> on to the bottle. There's the laugh, so be careful. Stop. He's science granny. He's pointing at me and saying they're like, as though they're as though I'm one of those dogs that has the bark collar, and any time I laugh, I'm gonna get citronella sprayed in my face. I don't I, think my voice sounds a bit strained today. Do you hear that? Yeah, you. Well, you were. Well, I've been working all day. Yeah. So, so, um, so anyways, you know how you get a bottle of of wine, and they'll sometimes attach a little bonus gift. Maybe it's a. It's a shot of Bailey's or... A T-shirt. Or like a little... A bottle opener. Wine stopper. A wine stopper. This some coasters. One, this one here had a little packet of conversation starters. Oh, no So way. some cards... Did that I have, get that? <sighs> did yeah. You, did you buy a bottle called Open? I sure did. Okay, so... Yeah, that's mine. Why did you buy this bottle of wine? Was there a reason behind it? it the, the, the free gift. 
You bought it because of the free gift? Yeah. I mean, that's how I roll. The snatcher, if you will. We're going to play <laughs> this game. So basically, oh, no, it's... Sorry, science grin. Here comes the citronella in my face. Okay, we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna recalibrate and be calm, and we're going to read each other a question from these conversation starters. I figured. I just want to say, just need to take an aside and say, don't laugh. That as a yoga teacher, one of the things I used to say is, we teach what we need to learn. And my wild-eyed, over-caffeinated husband saying we need to be calm is reminding me. Of that learning. There you go. Okay. What so, are we doing? So I'm opening so, this up. So you're going to just pull the top card. I mix them up. Okay. And you'll read me the question right. and I'll answer it. I love this. Okay. Or, or you can answer it too. Did it's you a, shuffle these? I did. Okay. I did. I took out some that were a little bit. Scandalous. Uh, well, just not appropriate. Oh, those are, of course, the ones. Those are the only ones I want to read now. No, they're, 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 they won't elicit calm conversation. All right, here we go. Oh, Amanda, cut the cards. I cut I, the cards. Because she didn't trust my mixing. No, like tarot cards. You okay. cut them and then you pull the one. Sure. Anyway, here we go. Okay. Here you go. You ready? I am. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Well, that's a great question. You know, part of me is like, do I want to be a tortoise because they live to be over 100? Do I want to be one of my favorite animals, like a shark, which is king of the ocean? Oh, wow. Do I want to be a pet that is loved, like a dog or a cat or a, a hedgehog? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And being human doesn't count, right? No. Like you can't choose human. No, because I would pick human. But if it That's had like to be— That's like if you had wishes, I'd choose more wishes. Right. I would probably say— um, well, it's a good question. An, an eagle would be a cool A bird would be a great one. Yeah. But, but I, th I think that sea creature. I think I'd be a sea creature. I mean, the ocean is, there's still so much of the ocean. You know what I'd be? I'd be an orca because oh. they're very playful, very intelligent. They have a lot of friends and nobody messes with them. So that's my answer. That's a great. And how long do they live? They live a long life, right? Um. I would say 60 years. I'm not sure. Maybe look it oh, up. Oh, wow. I'll look, at, I'll look it up. I'm just guessing. Don't take anything we say on this podcast as fact. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your question? Oh, okay. Or that... did you want to answer that one? No, I don't really have a okay. good one, so I think you it's better. You can pass. There's no hard well, and No, fast I mean, I was going to answer it. I was I was thinking since you're, you were going the sea route, mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe a bird. Okay. Because I think being able to fly, I, you know, I might say a Canada goose. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they poop everywhere? Well, they do. They have free pooping rain. But I love the formations that they fly in. I find it really relaxing. The, one of the absolute things I love being in Canada is when they fly here and then when they fly back because they do migrate in the winter, right? right? Which for me is the right way to do it. You know, stay kind of until the weather gets cool and then take off with a bunch of your friends and go find a warmer climate, hang out there. And then go back. So, and I love, I just love the sound of the flap of their wings. Okay. And they mate for life, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm told, anyway. So, well, yeah, I think I'd be a Canada goose. I didn't think I'd, and I have a, when I cough, I kind of sound like a Canada goose. Or maybe when I laugh, I don't know. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. So, um, just so, I just did a quick Google search, mm. and orcas live to be about 60 to 80 years, although there is one that has been spotted off the coast of British Columbia 
that is 103 years old. Can you look up how long Canada Goose lived? I will, I will, but now I've got to ask you a question. Okay, well, I'm going to look up Canada Goose while you do that. Okay, so I've taken the card. There's a hashtag here called Open Up, too, so I'll just give that as a plug, I guess, for this wine. What is the best gift you have ever received? Oh, good Lord. I'm typing in. How long did Canada Goose? I'll look it up while you answer oh, that question. okay. Um, so Canada Goose lives up to 24 years. Oh, that's pretty 10 good. 10 to 24 years. That's pretty good for... Yeah, a decade or two. That's yeah. Not bad for the life of a bird. Yeah. The best gift I've ever received. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And it can't... I'm, I'm always looking for the loophole. It can't be something I bought myself. No, that's not a gift. Okay. That I've received, that somebody yeah. has given me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I always said you were the only person that ever gave me jewelry, which is true, other than, like, maybe my mom when I was a kid. Right. Um, oh, I'm kind of stumped. I can think of yours. Well, those are gifts. No, no. Gifts I've given oh, you. Oh, gifts you've given me. I'm so thoughtful. <laughs> okay. But I'm trying to think of ones that it's hard to choose one. That's my Thing. Fair enough. Well, you know what? You can think about it. You don't have to answer it oh right this goodness. second. I am so stumped. Take take your time on it and read the next card. Okay. And while I'm answering it, maybe you'll think of the best gift you ever received, which I would hope came from me, but clearly Science Granny, she can't think of a gift. Well, what's the best gift you've ever received? I got an aquarium when I was a kid that I really wanted, mm -hmm. and then Amanda got me a guitar once by by surprise that I kind of wanted. And we weren't was, dating even at the time. No, and but that I was, liked him. Yeah, and that was uh, a really great gift. Mm -hmm. And then Amanda got me this painting that I loved, and there's a whole story oh, behind yeah. that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, yeah, I can remember. See, a lot I'm of, a really great gift giver. Recently. Amanda got me a keychain with something I always say engraved on it, and it really made me smile. So there's Aww. that too. So those are the. So it's easy for me to think of the great gifts I've received, but clearly my wife not so much. The problem is I have so many. How to choose? Well, you can pick one. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Well, I lost a sapphire ring um, that my mom had given me. So the sapphire ring, when my mom gave it to me, I loved it. Because she, it was one of those rings she always had, and I loved it as a kid. And so she gave it to me when I was, I don't know, in my late twenties, early thirties. Uh, unfortunately, I did lose it, and so Marco gave me a replacement ring. It's a long story, but he got me a, a sapphire ring, and I absolutely loved that ring. I had to fight with the house insurance that I had um, to get the money from the lost ring but then once I did it I, mm -hmm. I got a replacement ring so so I guess my sapphire ring but mm. it's really all the jewelry you give me I love everything you give me is so mm. thoughtful we're making somebody really sick with this conversation yeah, fair enough next next card okay it almost doesn't count if you gave it to me like I feel like I have to come up with something else but all right ready Amanda also recently got me these little stencils that you can um, put on your coffee over your um, froth when you make a cappuccino and you put a little cinnamon on it and when you remove the stencil it makes a design mm. and um, I really like those and those were not you said were not a very expensive gift at all but I really no, like not them. at all they make little flowers or little little words, messages little messages on it there's one with leaves with a bunch two leaves on it that I want to try is this for you or for me this question for I'm, me you're I'm reading pulling, it to okay. me what have you done to make the world a better place? My goodness. I made this podcast. Okay, great. Easy enough. All right, ready? Mm. 
Are eyebrows considered facial hair? Yes. Really? Okay, that's very different than the other I know, questions. I don't get that. Of I course mean, they are, the, the facial hair. Well, I think as people think of facial hair as beards, I guess. Yeah, well, if you can shave an eyebrow, you can shave a beard. I don't know what that question's doing in there. Okay, mm-hmm. how about this one? What do you love about yourself the most? Oh, that's a good question. I guess my sense of humor. That okay. sounds so smug. Not as funny as he thinks he is, that's says right. Chris Nuttall Smith. I think that was his name. Whatever. I don't want to give that guy any any publicity. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Oh, it's not. Well, unless you cut it up and then put it into nothing in a hot dog bun can, is considered. It's like saying is a lobster roll a sandwich. You wouldn't consider a lobster roll a sandwich? No. What would you consider it? What category does a that? A roll. No, but a roll. No, I want a lobster roll. But wait a minute. A lobster roll is not a, is not a roll. A roll is like a like a A hot dog is not a sandwich. You think a hot dog's a sandwich? Um how about a hamburger? Would you say a hamburger sandwich? No, you know what I would say? A hamburger is a hamburger, and a hot dog is a hot dog. They have their own classifications, so there you go. There we go. But I would say a lobster roll is a sandwich. That's insanity. I don't know okay. what that discussion – like, what? No. I would never say it in Massachusetts where you're from. Yeah. But I, I think I would lean to say that. That's not – I mean, it's even less of a sandwich than a hamburger. Okay, describe what a lobster roll is for our listeners who are overseas that might not be familiar with it. It's lobster and Atlantic lobster. Usually claw meat. Usually it's usually reserved for claw meat, not so much tail. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a waste of a tail to chop it up, but you could. But usually it's the claw meat. Um I love the claw meat more than the tail, to be quite honest. I, I love listen. I wouldn't kick any of it out of bed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um and then you mix it up with either mayo, usually classically it's mayo and maybe a little bit of chopped celery, maybe a little bit of old bay seasoning or pepper, but generally speaking with mayo. But there is a, sometimes you'll see a Connecticut style lobster roll, which is. I didn't know this. Yeah, which is, it's all in butter. It's butter instead of mayo, like melted butter in a lobster roll, in in a hot dog bun. But it's always in a hot dog bun. And that's a lobster roll. Sometimes it has lettuce, sometimes it doesn't. To me, that's just filler. Okay, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. What would peanut butter be called if it wasn't peanut butter? I, mean, I would say savory spread. Okay, great. I don't even know if that's worth. Well, they're not all gems. They're, they're not all meant to be so thought-provoking. Describe the best date you've ever been on. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. This could be a marriage ender right now. <laughs> um. Well, I mean... I'm trying to think. The best date I've ever been on. I I don't know. It it has to. I I, I pass on that one. I think. Okay, fair enough. No, well, I can't. I love every moment with you. So picking one. Do you have one? Sure, I do. Tell me. Um. Probably. When we um go for drives. I always like that. But uh, see, that's my thing. Is that a date? It is to me. Like the first time we ever drove to Kleinberg, that was a magical date for me. Kleinberg is a little town about an hour north of us. You came and knocked on my window and said, 
why haven't you been answering your phone? Let's go for a drive. And it was a beautiful fall Sunday, and we went for a drive in Kleinberg. But I don't know if I consider that a date. Sure it is. I mean, we were dating, so I suppose. Did I buy you a coffee? Probably. So then it was a date. Okay. See, I just don't think of those things as dates. I think of a date as like he's picking me up at 7 kind of thing. Okay. Because I'm from the past. And I'm from the future. Okay. Let's, Next card. Let's do another one. What movie do you wish your life was like? Oh, that's a good question. Mine is L.A. Story. And I do think my life is a little bit like that. I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes to mind. Oh, that's a fun one. Like a fun journey. Yeah, a fun journey. L.A. Story, I like that all the signs talk to them. Like everything has a meaning. That's what I love about it. Okay, next card. Mm. What gets better with age? Us. Mm. No? Yeah, probably. I mean, wine. Wine, certainly. We've talked about That's probably why it was in there. Symbols. Symbols get better with age? Yeah, they have to age for their sound. Oh, I didn't know that. So if you Has buy... my dad never talked about symbols on this podcast? He's many times, but we've okay. never talked about the seasoning or the age of symbols. Yeah, you put them in the vault, and they stay in a vault, and you have to kind of keep them there for depending on how what kind of sound you need it to make. And uh, I think it gets acclimatized to the temperature or whatever. And then you, because the the metal has to cool, right? The vault is temperature controlled, mm-hmm. much as a wine cellar would be. And then you test them when you put them on the rack. And then you wait a few days or weeks, depending on the symbol. And then you test it when it comes off the rack. Oh, wow. That's cool. He never me. talked about that? No, no. We talked about other. Um... Other aspects of the symbol trade. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking drum set symbols for those who. You know, don't know the entire back catalog. <laughs> like the symbols that make sound. Symbols that crash. Okay. What childish things do you still do as an adult? I will tell you. I have an answer for this one. These are so, When you read it, it's supposed to be my question. Oh, okay. Anyways, you have, the, you have an answer. Well, for I found a picture of myself recently. Mm-hmm. I put it as my profile on Facebook. And I'm standing watching a theater performance that I thought was really, really inspiring of these improvisational theater artists. And I was 10 years old at Disney World, and uh, or maybe 9. No, I think I was 10 at Disney World. And so this improv company, uh, I don't know if they still do, but they used to go from country to country with a little cart and be like, here we are to tell you the tale of... Romeo and Juliet or King Richard or Robin Hood or whatever. And I've since worked with a company that that does that very well um, in Canada as well called Duffelbag Theatre. But this company was called SAC Improv Company. And uh, anyways, the first time I really witnessed any kind of improv. And I can tell in the picture, my hands are over my head. And I used to, whenever I would think, I would hold my hands over my head and like I don't realize I do it, mm-hmm. but like play with my fingers kind of. And I don't know if you've ever caught me doing that. My sister used to when we were kids. No. She used to catch me doing it all the time. Like I would, I just kind of like put my hands over my head. Amanda's doing it right now to and show me. Yeah. I don't really, I don't, because I'm not conscious of it. I'm not completely sure what I do. But my sister sometimes would go, what are you doing? What are you doing? When we were kids, so I probably tried to stop or keep it to myself. But I can tell in that picture, and I do it when I'm thinking or when I'm excited. I see. And I can tell, my hands are just on my head in that picture, but I can tell that that's what I was doing in that picture. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I think I um, I do a nervous 
a nervous little shake before I put um, well before I um, put food in my mouth on a spoon. I do a little nervous shake or what? something. Yeah, you've really? seen me do it. No, I think I do it when I um, when I have cereal. You'll see me a do it. A nervous shake. I th- I can only call it a nervous shake. I don't think I don't realize I'm doing it. I don't think it's be- from nerves. It's just something I do. A little shake. My mother pointed it out to me, and and I realize I do it every once in a while. I catch myself. Like when you're a kid, you probably did it. Yeah, I was taught as a kid to always tap tap the top of a can. Yeah, you always do that. Top a can of soda or whatever. I was told, I think, by a babysitter that it taps the bubble so that it won't explode, even if it has fallen, Mm -hmm. so that the can doesn't burst open. So. It became a habit to tap mm-hmm. a can, and I still to this day I don't even realize I do it, but I tap the can before I, before I open it. Yeah, I yeah. remember our friend has a he had his son is like sixteen now, but he when he was a baby, whenever he would pee in his diaper, he would do a little shake, like a little shake, like a ooh, like a chill up his right. spine, which as a baby is really cute to see. I bet he still does that. Okay, well here's my um, question. I just took a card for you. What is the best app on your own, on your phone? I think Shazam. Oh, really? I mean, yes, anything that involves podcasts, and I'll just leave that there. But um, Shazam is such a genius. I mean, that's when you're like, we are living in the future. Because you can hear any song, tap it, and then know what the song is. I mean, that to me is like the future of genius. What about you? I'm looking at my phone right now trying to think of the best app that I have. Um, I'm going to say I really enjoy having Twitter and things like that, social media apps on Okay, there, but not social media. No, fair. Um, I have an app called the CoStar app that my sister recently got me into, which gives me a daily horos- horoscope. Oh, I sounded Massachusetts there. Horoscope. And uh, and it's kind of a fun horoscope. Like today, mine says, your heart is your biggest problem. And it'll tell me things to like do. And it says, do ending, do bonfires, do bad poetry, but don't burn bridges, go cold, or eggshells. Like I don't even know what don't eggshells means. Walk on eggshells, crack eggshells, I don't know. But it's I just like it as an app. What is that app? I ha- I know I have CoStar. A... You have so many apps on your yeah. Here's CoStar. Yeah, I do have a few apps on my. I also love the Life app, um, or any period tracking app, uh, which I know is for only certain members of the population. But sure. Yeah. My my CoStar app says you can't be ethical without taking on some degree of risk. Ooh. Is that? It's not giving me advice like it gives you. Oh, do fun pack, light jacket, rearrange room. There you go. And what what don't you do today? Daintiness, hurdles, pedigrees. Whatever that means. Yeah. Also, we've talked about it at length before, but the Libby app. Yes, I was going to say the Libby app. Oh, actually. sorry. So, no, 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 no. You didn't take it from me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't say it because not everyone has Libby, but it's the app that the library has so you could listen to audiobooks or or take out books. I think it's anywhere in the world, is it not? I don't know. That's because it uses your local library, right? Well, it's definitely in Canada, but mm. I don't know. You're right. It might there might be different incarnations of that. Of that app. But a library app where you can get audiobooks and things like that is mm. great. Okay, 
what do you want to be remembered for? Ooh, that's a really good question. What do you want to be for making people's lives better? Amazing. Whether it be through laughter, through a podcast, through, I don't know. That's nice. Inspiration, who knows? But yeah, probably that. How about you? I mean, I think I want to be remembered for what I create. Okay. Um, I would like for the art and roles and things that I've filmed and created to to live on and to live a life beyond me. That's, I see. That's the dream. All the podcasts I've done, all the radio I've done, all of it. Sure, sure. Just to allow my voice in some way to live on even after I'm gone. It sounds like something that any artist would would you know, nod their head to as something that they would want it. Well, art has always been, I mean, it's creating to create, but then there's the other aspect about legacy, right? Sure, sure. Okay, here's my question. I've taken a card. How do you define success? Kind of leads, yeah, it leads into the last question. Is that for me? Yeah. Yeah. um, I think success is being present, Mm -hmm. being in the moment, finding joy, and... uh, yeah, I think success is a, is a is when you can live a life where you are fully engaged in the present moment. Fair, fair enough. What do you define success as? Um having a lot of friends and people who love you around you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there you go. We have different versions of it, we I do. think. We do. Okay, well how about this? We're getting to the last two cards and we're getting to the, towards the last part of the of the episode too, Amanda. What would you not be willing to do for five million dollars? Oh, that's a good question. It's a hard one. <clears throat> I mean, any, it's like a can of worms. I think. Yeah, it's a can of worms. You want to leave that one? Yeah, I'll leave that one. Okay, and we'll leave the me. last one. That's it's what, like there's too many like anything that hurts anybody. Right. Really. Well, it's interesting. So you had asked what cards that I took out. I took out cards like that. I guess that one was one I didn't take okay. out. Yeah. Okay. So last one. It's not necessarily the best one to end with, but oh, no. It, no, but it's not a bad one. If you could start a business tomorrow, what would it be? I think the first thing that pops into my head, so okay. I'll go with that, would be a rental business for uh, vans or Winnebago's, like funky kind of glamping trailers or vans that have, I'm, you know, I know they're kind of trendy and... But I, I just love small spaces or like a tiny home rental or tiny home on wheels sort of rental thing and have tiny homes sort of all over the place. I think that's what I would do. Cool. How, how about you? I would have a business of honey, of having bees Ooh. and honey and making honey products. Honeyhomes.com. Well, I don't know about <laughs> honey homes. Like but every but... every tiny home has a hive. That's what... So I'm just amalgamating our dreams. Amanda loves bees and loves honey. And tiny homes. And tiny homes. But um, we took a, what do you call that class where you learn learn about? An apiary class? Apiary class. class Apiarist license. And I just think it would be great to have more bees in this world. I agree. I love honey. I was thinking the other day, I was thinking yesterday, that if I ever had a restaurant, I would name it Miele. Which means honey. In Italian. It would be like Italian food, but like with a lot of honey. Like everything was either Italian or honey. It's a hard it's a hard combination because Italians don't really cook that much with honey. 
Okay. They so use then, it, I w- they then use it, it wouldn't really a, be Italian, I guess. It would just be honey focused. Well, no, you could, you could, here's a tip. That's my, that's my business, a restaurant that's honey focused. That's okay. what I would do. You're kind of stepping on my business, which is honey products. Well, both, you know I love honey. Right. You know I love glamping. No, you sure I don't. don't. <laughs> um, uh, so here's one thing about honey that I learned in when I was in Italy mm. that Italians do with honey. They'll drizzle, drizzle it on hard cheese. Yeah, that's what and, I live for. And it's one of the most delightful things. I, is that an Italian thing? I didn't know that. No, I don't, I, I, I don't claim it for it to be an Italian thing. It's just something that I hadn't seen before oh, that I, I discovered when I was there. Nice. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. I think those little gifts that come with booze are called hitchhikers. I think that's what they're called. I texted our friend Dale to see because she knows what they're called. They're not called snatchers, but I think they're called hitchhikers <laughs> or something like that. They all sound like movie titles or like an, a cool new web series. Well, listen, thank you for getting the wine that had this. So You're that we welcome. So we could play this little, this little round. I love everything you've given me, including this necklace that I'm wearing right now. She's, so making, my, up, she's making up for lost time. I know. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to eat it later. No, you won't. You won't. It's, these questions are hard on the spot, too. And every date with you, like any time we were traveling is my favorite time. So Fair enough. That's all the trips. I don't blame you. Great. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for um, everyone who reached out asking, when is the next season coming? Today is the first for the first of episode of season six, episode one. And uh, thank you all for being listeners and fans. And if you have ideas for episodes you would like to hear, much like Science Granny, um, you let us know and we will do our best to have that. Um, please tell your friends if you enjoyed this podcast to listen. The more listeners we have, the better it is for our show. And uh, yeah, we just want to, you know, as always, we hope you listen and sleep. And this episode is coming to you from our home studio in Toronto, Canada. <laughs>